0: Hey, what's happening, everyone? It's your boy, Kyle, and we're back for episode number five of the Life Well Lived podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about nutrition and fitness and all the good things it takes to live a healthy life. So if you guys don't know, I am an Herbalife wellness coach. I'm an Herbalife distributor, have been for nine years now, and nutrition is my passion. I love, love, love absolutely combining the power of the Herbalife nutrition products with knowledge, skills, and understanding of basics of nutrition to help people get long-lasting, amazing results. So what I wanted to talk about in today's episode is talking about the importance of nutrition and some of the basics that we need to go over and need to understand in order to get long-term results. Because whether you're a client of mine or not, there's a few core basics of of nutrition that I want to teach you guys to help walk you through so that you guys can have a better understanding of how to get long-term results, whether it's weight loss, whether it's muscle gain, whether it is just healthy eating, more energy, whatever that may be for you, that you can get those long-term results and maybe get a little education for you. Why is something healthy? Why isn't some health, something healthy? Why are some foods good to eat? Why some foods aren't good to eat? So um, we're going to be talking specifically about nutrition for the first par- part of the podcast and then a little bit about uh, fitness at the end of the podcast, okay? So small disclaimer, I'm not a nutritionist. These are things that I've just learned over time and I'm not a personal trainer. So any of the advice that I'm gonna be giving or suggesting is just friend-to-friend advice. Take it, leave it, um, make what you want with it, but this is just advice and skills I've learned along the way that I've seen with working with person by person by person can get them amazing long-term results. So with that, let's get rolling with Life Well Lived. Hi guys, I'm Kyle Kirby, an entrepreneur, speaker, and friend, and welcome to Life Well Lived, a podcast designed to give you the ins and outs, the goods, and what you need to scale your life to the next level. So when it comes to nutrition, the first place we want to start is with the understanding that when it comes to weight loss or when it comes to muscle gain or when it comes to maintaining energy or maintaining your body weight, We wanna talk about calories in versus calories out, okay? Now, the purpose of this podcast is to help those that are maybe in the beginning stages of their journey when it comes to health and fitness, or maybe you've lost a little weight or gained a little muscle, or or you've started down that healthy, active lifestyle, but you're looking for more education. Why is doing the things you're doing good? Why are they important, okay? And so this isn't gonna be advanced stuff today. This is gonna be very basic stuff around the goal, knowing that a lot of audience members Numbers, maybe you want to drop a couple pounds. Maybe you want to add on a little bit muscle. Maybe you want a little bit more energy throughout the day. So if you're good on all those things, maybe disregard some of this information or take it, leave it, whatever you want to do. But know that for the majority of the people that I'm talking to, they they. I'm assuming that you want a specific result. So that's what we're gonna be talking through today. So when it comes to the basics of nutrition, the first thing we wanna work through is calories in versus calories out, okay? It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you did a restricted eating window with a high-protein, keto, whole foods, paleo diet where you're doing CrossFit seven days a week and you're doing marathons on the weekend and, and all of that, None of that will matter unless you are in a calorie deficit or a calorie surplus to your goals, okay? Because at the end of the day, calories in versus calories out is the way you're gonna get results. There was a scientist as a few years ago, I I don't know the source off the top of my head, but he did basically what he called like the gas station diet where he was eating nothing but like Cheetos and Oreos and food you can find at a gas station, but he stuck under a certain amount of calories every single day, okay? And guess what, he lost weight. He lost weight because he restricted his calories, got his activity to a certain level where he was burning enough calories throughout the day and that difference is what caused him to lose weight now here's why that's not the only thing we want to focus on if you're focused purely on weight loss know at the very core of things you need to eat less calories than you're expending per day you need to eat less calories than you're burning per day okay that being said we want to be healthy bodies not just bodies that are focused on weight loss so in the example with that guy, I would assume two things happened. So he restricted his calories on Oreos and Cheetos and all that stuff and lost weight. Yes. But what most likely happened is he lost a mixture of body fat and muscle mass. Okay. So the problem is as soon as let's say he like finished the gas station diet and went back to a normal eating pattern because he lost muscle mass, he's going to put on probably more weight. Than he did to begin with then he had to begin with and that's what we want to avoid i i think with a lot of different crash diets or different types of cleansing diets or whatever it is out there people focus on just the weight loss and so that's why then if they go and eat like a piece of cake at their kid's birthday or they go and have something a glass of wine with their spouse they put on weight that much quicker because they don't have enough muscle mass okay So know that when it comes to your body and when it comes to nutrition, the amount of calories you burn per day is really based off two things. Your muscle mass how many how much lean body mass you have as well as your activity throughout the day and the cool thing is the more lean body mass you have the greater your basal metabolic rate meaning the activities you do will burn more calories so for example a guy with 150 pounds of muscle will naturally burn more calories throughout the day than a gal with only 100 calories or 100 pounds of muscle okay because he has 50 more pounds of muscle that is burning calories throughout the day that's what you want to focus on so when we break it down, we know that we want enough muscle in order to burn a certain amount of calories throughout the day. So whether your goal is just, let's say your goal is just being healthy. Cause I think here, here's what happens. We get to this point, especially women, women out there will do this. They're like, well, I don't wanna be bulky. I don't wanna have muscle. No, trust me, you want to have muscle. It doesn't mean you're gonna be stepping on a bodybuilding stage or anything, but the more muscle your body has, the more calories you're gonna burn throughout the day, and the more calories you're burning throughout the day, the easier it is to maintain any weight loss you have, and the easier it is to have a healthy, active lifestyle. And that's what it's all about. We wanna have a healthy, active lifestyle. So if someone has low muscle, well, no wonder they're probably putting on fat at a faster rate versus someone who is lifting weights constantly or is getting a certain amount of protein constantly, or has more muscle, they're going to have an easier time maintaining that lifestyle. So as we break it down, step one is we want to make sure that calories in versus calories out. So we want to make sure we're if the goal is weight loss, we want to make sure we're consuming less calories than we're burning per day. Okay, if the goal is weight gain or muscle gain, we want to make sure we are eating more calories than we're burning per day, and if the goal is maintenance, we want those two numbers to be as even as possible, okay? Now, going back to the gas station diet, and here's why this is important, is if you just restrict your calories, you'll lose body fat sure you'll lose muscle but chances are you probably also aren't feeling very good and that's where the health of things comes in okay so the health of things because my guess if he was eating nothing but cheetos and oreos for 30 days um he probably had terrible bathroom breaks i'll just put it that way probably terrible bathroom breaks because he wasn't putting good quality nutrition into into his body how often do we we go out to eat with some friends or something we have chips and salsa all night long and then the next morning the bathroom breaks aren't very good because those aren't good quality calories for your body. So we know step one, it's calories in versus calories out. Okay, but we know it must go beyond that for a healthy active lifestyle. And that's where we introduce the macronutrients, you are most likely familiar with the macronutrients, even if you're not necessarily familiar with macronutrients. And here's how this works. We have your protein, your carbohydrates, and your fats are your three major macronutrients. Okay, protein, carbohydrates, fats, okay, all three are necessary for a healthy body. Now, let me disclaimer this for a second. This is going over the basics of nutrition. I'm not getting in depth into popular diets these days, right? I'm not getting in depth into paleo into keto into uh, fasting into I'm not even going to go in depth into herbalife. life as much as I love herbal life and the, and the active lifestyle. That's not the purpose of this podcast. I want to go over the basics of Nutrition And that starts with your protein, your carbohydrates and your fats. Okay. So when it comes to the basics of nutrition, we want to make sure we're getting a certain amount of those nutrients in order to hit and achieve a certain goal. So in the example of the gas station diet, one of the problems with that is if you're just restricting calories and not focused on your macronutrients, you're going to drop muscle and you're going to drop body fat. We want body fat to be dropped if weight loss is the goal but that's where protein comes in. Okay. So protein has four calories per gram. Okay. So if you were to eat 100 grams of protein, that would be 400 calories of your entire day. Okay. If you were to eat only 40 grams of protein, that would equal 160 calories of your entire day. Okay. But we know that protein is an important part of a healthy, active lifestyle, especially when it comes to weight loss, or as I like to call it, fat loss. Because if someone's looking to lose fat, we wanna make sure that we're maintaining or even building your muscle mass, okay? Now, this is my own personal advice, but what I recommend is that you eat one gram of protein per pound of lean body mass that you have. And if you don't know how much lean body mass you have, you can estimate that for the average female, it's about 100 pounds. So a hundred grams of protein per day for the average male, it's 150 pounds or 150 grams of protein per day. And then even that number can go up if you're an active person. So if you're a lady that lifts weights, is very active you could even bump that you might have 105 110 maybe even 115 pounds of muscle if you're an active guy that has a good amount of muscle you might have 155 160 165 pounds of muscle okay so just know that those numbers can can uh fluctuate but start with the basics of 100 okay for females and 150 for males meaning at minimum Females want to be taking in 100 grams of protein per day, and males want to take in 150 grams of protein per day, okay? So, we know that if there's 4 calories per gram, if you're a female, we use females for example, that you are consuming 400 calories of protein if you're hitting 100 every single day. You're eating 100 grams of protein, 4 calories per gram, you're at 400 calories. Again, some of these numbers can differ. That's why it's nice to have a coach. It's nice to have a personal trainer. It's nice to have a nutritionist because they're going to be able to tell you exactly what you want for your body. But I find for most good results, most good healthy active lifestyles, now this is my own personal advice, but you want to be about 30% of your total daily numbers, 30% should be protein. Okay. So, if you were to consume only a 1000 calories a day, just because it's simple math, please don't consume only a 1000 calories a day. But if you were to consume a 1000 calories a day, 30% of that would be 300 calories. So then we would take 300 divided by four. And that's how you'd figure out how much protein you have. Now, again, this can differ depending on your lifestyle. For some people, they might consume up to 40% of their calories every single day from protein, okay, maybe some less more, it all depends on what you're doing. But I'm giving you very basics for a healthy, active lifestyle. So that's protein, we want to make sure we get protein, because a it's going to help maintain our lean muscle B, it is satiating, right as you're eating protein throughout the day it will help you stay full, which is great. So then you have carbohydrates, carbohydrates are the next macronutrient carbohydrates also have four calories. Per gram. And carbs, I think, have a well carbohydrates, carbs for short, (laughs) have a bad rap in today's world, especially when it comes to like like keto diets. They always talk about how carbs are like your enemy, right? Insulin spikes, all this sort of stuff. But know that for the average person and the average healthy active lifestyle, my advice, carbs are important. And what you really want to do is you want to make sure you get a certain type of carbs. And this is where it gets a little bit more uh, intense into types of carbs but there's mainly two types okay we're going to break it down into two types today the first type is going to be high glycemic carbs and these are carbohydrates that absorb quickly into your body okay so high glycemic carbs like classic examples of this would be like white bread right a lot of times sugar would be a high glycemic carb candy A lot of times high glycemic carbs are what we classically think of like as bad, empty carbs because they're gonna absorb very quickly into your bloodstream and oftentimes will lead to fat gain. On the other side of that, there's gonna be low glycemic carbs. These are gonna be like your fruits, your vegetables, a lot of your classic good carbohydrates, right? So like oatmeal would be a lower GI carb, okay? And when we're focusing on a healthy active lifestyle, and being fit and healthy, we want to consume as many lower GI carbs as possible. That's why if we're focusing on a healthy active lifestyle, fruits and vegetables are great. And, and there's there was a trend for a while, I think, where people started talking about like, you shouldn't eat fruits, right? Fruits can be bad for you. No, have you ever met someone who's like, I, I gained weight because I ate too many apples this weekend? No. no, no one ever says that. Eat your fruits, eat your veggies, and eat as many colorful kinds as you can. Because a diet filled with fruit and veggies are gonna be good carbohydrates for your body, they're gonna be low GI carbohydrates, and you're gonna be very fit and healthy in that journey of consuming those. Okay. And the great thing is they're very filling. So we know that there's four calories per gram. Okay. So if you had um, 100 grams of carbohydrates from a mixture of vegetables and fruits, so like an apple has like 20 grams of carbs in it. And uh, so let's say you had five apples in a day, for example, and you had 100 grams, you would have 400 calories worth of carbohydrates that day. Okay, because we got to take one gram times four. Again, this can depend on your lifestyle it can depend on what you're doing talk to a pro talk to a professional but for the for the purpose of this podcast I'm going to disclaimer of I recommend my advice would be to consume about 40% of your entire daily calories should be carbohydrates so again if you were to consume a 1000 calorie diet 400 of those calories or 100 grams in this example should become from carbohydrates my advice would be to fix fixate on those lower GI, those lower glycemic index carbohydrates. And if you're like wondering, well, what are low GI or high GI, low glycemic index versus high glycemic index, just Google it look up a glycemic index or this food glycemic index, you can Google all this stuff and they'll tell you exactly what you wanna do. But fruits and veggies fall into that low category and we can eat a lot of it and stay full. I think one of the biggest complaints people have when they're trying to lose body fat or they're trying to be healthy is they want unhealthy foods. They want those cravings for those unhealthy foods and they feel like, well, oh, I'm not, I, I feel like I'm hungry all the time when I'm trying to eat healthy. Well, if you fill up on tons of fruits and vegetables throughout the day, you will not be hungry. And the great thing about fruits and vegetables is because there, there's no extras in them, you can eat a lot without it impacting your total daily calories for the day, okay? so at this point a pretty healthy meal would maybe consist of some like chicken and an apple and some broccoli right you get a good clean protein you get a good clean veggie and you get a good clean fruit right broccoli apple chicken you'd be set to go maybe you do a salad with apple chicken and spinach right anything like that and we've got those two carbs covered so you got protein carbohydrates now the one place where carbohydrates can come in handy is going to be in the realm of like post-workout carbohydrates okay so if you're working out with like weight lifting so if you are like tearing your muscles you're lifting weights trying to grow your muscles and being active in whether it's bodyweight exercises bodyweight squats or full-on at the gym Fast absorbing carbohydrates after workout, those are helpful. So getting a high GI carb, like like a potato is a, a higher GI carb. Getting a potato after a workout um, would be an ideal thing to do. A lot of great post-workout drinks. like I drink um, one of Herbalife shakes called Rebuild Strength. It's a post-workout recovery drink. It has, I think, some maltodextrin in it. And don't quote me on that, but I believe it has some maltodextrin, which is a fast absorbing carb. So I get some protein, I got a good protein to carb ratio, and I get some of the fast absorbing carbs right after my workout, and boom. So, so there is a time and place for high GI carbs. But if we're looking at regular meals, we want lean proteins, and then we want low GI carbs, okay. And then the last section is going to be fats, okay. Again, I think we live in a day and age where we're moving past where we think fats are bad. But here's where we, we want to make sure we don't get into trouble is we want to make sure we're eating clean fats, right? We're, we're trying to avoid like monosaturated fats. So basically like fried food, guys. Um, Even things like a pat of butter is not going to be the end of the world if you fit it into an active lifestyle. But we're talking about like your fried foods, we're talking about um, your types of fats that are just like unnecessary just blubber on on a food, right. But if we can focus on getting good fats in our body, they're great. Now, number one for keeping us full, but also giving us a certain amount of nutrients to regulate our hormones. Now the things with fats where maybe they get a little bit of a bad rap is that fats actually have nine calories per gram. So for example, if you were to consume 100 grams of fats in a day, it'd be 900 calories versus like protein and carbs. 100 grams of that would only be 400 calories. So that's where fats can get us in trouble. And one of the advice I always talk about is like don't snack on your fats, right? So some good examples of healthy fats would be uh, like avocado, almond, a lot of different nuts. Those are gonna be olive oil, right? Coconut oil, those are all gonna be really healthy fats to do what gets people in trouble is they'll eat way more than one serving of almonds, which are good, almonds are great for you, until you eat two, three, four, five servings in one sitting, or you eat a bunch of trail mix with peanuts in it in one sitting, and before you know it, you've consumed way too many calories. Are they technically healthy calories? Yes, almonds are healthy calories, nuts can be healthy calories, But still we go back to the very first rule of calories in versus calories out. You can still gain weight on too many healthy calories. If you ate nothing but avocados every day but went over the amount of calories I burn, I would be overweight. I would I would gain weight in that in that instance. Okay. So this is where we want the really good balance to happen is we want to make sure these proteins, these carbs, and these fats are balanced out in a good way. And what I like to think of is, well, what makes a meal healthy? Or what makes a meal unhealthy? And I think it's as simple as this. And we'll give a few rules before we wrap up this section. So let's start with uh, like, uh, what's something that's classically bad? Okay, I know we all love it. But let's use pizza, pizza as an example, because pizza's not good for you. I think we're all clear on that's not good for you but let's walk through pizza why why is pizza bad have you ever sat down and just thought to yourself why is pizza bad okay it's got protein in it it's got carbohydrates in it and it's got fats in it but what about the combination of those three macronutrients make it a not good food and here's why it's because we really in a healthy active lifestyle want to focus on high protein clean protein We want to focus on getting a good amount of low GI carbs and then a good amount of healthy fats okay when you look at something like pizza most pizza has a pretty low amount of protein for how many calories you get in total it usually has high amount of high GI carbs like the bread and the dough and then it's usually filled with cheeses and sauces and other things that have too many fats in it okay and that's what's going to get you in trouble so The biggest rule I can give advice on when we're looking at the balance is you wanna stick to a 10 to one calorie to protein ratio when it comes to the protein. And this rule will help you figure out whether something's healthy or not because this is where things get in trouble. So a 10 to one calorie to protein ratio for protein is gonna go like this. For every 10 calories, you want one gram of protein. So if a food has 20 grams of protein in it, you want that, food to have 200 or less calories roughly of course you can differ a little bit but roughly if a food has 40 grams of protein in it you want it to have 400 or less calories vice versa if a food has 600 calories in it ideally you want it to have at least 60 grams of protein And here's what that does, is it doesn't leave room for a lot of other foods. Because for example, let's say we'll use the classic 1000 example. Let's say a food uh, has 1000 calories in it, okay? Meaning we want at least 100 grams of protein in that meal. I know that'd be a ridiculously big meal, but roll with me here with the science. So you've got 1000 calorie meal, and you want it to have at least 100 grams of protein, well, if you take the 100 grams of protein and they're nice and clean, that's only going to be 400 calories, which then gives us room for 600 calories of the carbohydrates and the fats. And as long as you chose low GI carbs and low or a healthier fats, ones that aren't going to be filled with garbage in it, you're going to have a good meal. But what happens with something like pizza, right? You get maybe 10 grams of protein for 500 calories. Well, it Something with only 10 grams of protein should only be 100 calories, right? But now we have 400 extra calories of excess stuff that we didn't need. So that's where you want to focus on, okay? So let's look on the other side of it. Why is something like um, like a salad really healthy for you, right? A chicken salad, right? Even with some dressing on it. Because let's say you get a normal-sized chicken breast on that salad, which is 40 grams of protein, Okay that 40 grams of protein, we want the whole meal then to be 400 calories or less. Well, the great thing about it is if the rest of the meal is filled with maybe some nuts, some healthy fats there, some vinaigrette or some olive oil, and then some salad, it's going to be really difficult to get the rest of those calories filled, right? So you got 40 grams, you wanted to have 400 calories or less, but the protein 40 times four only takes up 160 of those calories, which means the rest of the calories So 240 calories can come from the salads and the fats. Well, guess what? For 240 calories, you can get a great amount of dressing, good healthy dressing. You could get a great amount of veggies, salad with it. But what gets us in trouble is we take that 40 grams of protein like normal and you have a salad that's filled with way too much cheese, way too much dressing, way too much um, extra bacon cart like things we don't need and that same salad that should have only been 40 400 calories is now 500 calories 600 calories 700 calories and what put it over was the unhealthy fats and the unnecessary or high gi carbohydrates so as we wrap up this section really start thinking through why is something healthy or not healthy right? Don't just throw things off as like, well, that thing's not healthy. Because sometimes things can be healthy. Sometimes they can fit in your day, depending on how much protein you want to get, how much carbs and how much healthy fats. But your key is to stick to the 10 to one calorie to protein ratio for the protein. And then make sure the rest of the carbs and the fats are clean enough that you get a lot of it without going over the whole calorie calorie number. So as we put it all together, what we want to focus on is like, okay, what do I need to do on a day-to-day basis now? And there's going to be a lot of different advice out there, but a few places that we can start, okay, um, is going to figure out a few of our macronutrients, okay? So the first thing you want to do is you want to start off by figuring out your Basal metabolic rate. So, this is how many calories you burn a day at rest. Okay. So, for the average person, this number is probably going to be somewhere between about 1400 and 2000 calories, somewhere in that uh, range, depending on if you're a male or you're a female. But you want to be somewhere between 1400 2000 calories. And I'll be honest with you, there's lots of different calculators online. Okay. So, feel free to find some calculators online. My personal advice, what I like to do is I like to take that number. And I like to subtract 500 calories from that number. And what you want to do on a daily basis is to eat somewhere in that range. For example, let's say you your basal metabolic rate was 2,000 calories and you want to lose weight. You would want to consume... Somewhere between 2,000 and 1,500 calories on a day to day basis, depending on your activity. Now, again, this can depend on the person. These numbers could be all over the map, but for a general rule of thumb, on days maybe you're more active getting a workout in, you want to be closer to 2,000. On a day where you're absolutely doing nothing and lie in bed all day, maybe you want to be a little closer to 1,500. So, keeping those in mind, Um, Again, just a general rule of thumb, but somewhere in there. So um, let's say a female. This would be a more realistic example for a female. So let's say her basal metabolic rate is like 1,400 calories. Let's say it's 1,450. I would recommend on a daily basis that your calories need to be somewhere between like 1,450 and 1,200 because we don't want to go less than 1,200. So we're not going to go 1,450 minus 500 and go less than 1,200, but somewhere between 1,200 and 1,450 every single day. But the goal here is one, again, that could differ. If you're like a competitive sports athlete or you're lifting a lot of weights, that number could go higher. If you're doing a lot of cardio, that number could be higher. But for general, you want to be within those ranges. So once you figure out your basal metabolic rate, subtract 500 from the number without going below 1200, and you want to be somewhere in that range, okay? And that's going to be a really great way to have that fat loss happen. But the key is making sure your macronutrients are right. So let's say I want my number personally to be 2000 calories a day. Okay, if I just consumed 2000 calories, but didn't worry about the rest of my macronutrients that we talked about in the last section, I would probably be very hungry. And I probably want to get the results I was looking for if I just made sure, okay, I'll eat whatever I want, because guess what, you know, I could eat donuts and get eat 2000 calories. But let's say each donuts 400 calories, uh, I'm only getting what, like five donuts in throughout the day, that'd be all I'd get to eat all day long, not very good. But instead, if I can stick to a macronutrient ratio, my recommendation for starting points would be 30% protein, 40% carbohydrates, and 30% fat, you're gonna be set up a lot better for long-term success, okay? So what you would do, like my personal recommendation, when we're looking to put this all together, figure out your basal metabolic rate and then use my fitness pal. I absolutely love that app. There's a lot of different calorie counting apps, but I personally love that one. So I'll go to my fitness pal. I'll go into the goals, the customize section and I'll put my calories in as daily for 2000 calories, okay? So now we're at 2000 calories. And then I'm going to set my macronutrients that I want 30% of my calories to come from protein. of my calories to come from carbohydrates and 30% of my calories to come from healthy fats. Now the key here is then I wanna fill my day with healthy options of each of those things, okay? So I'm not filling my day with like unhealthy carbs like donuts or cereals or um, things that are gonna be those high glycemic carbs. I'm gonna fill my day with like really high quality protein. So for me, that's gonna be like chicken, that's gonna be a lean beef that I'm gonna drain the fat out of, venison. Again, I'm gonna drain the fat out of fish. Those are gonna be all great sources of protein. And then for me, I also absolutely love my Herbalife shakes. So those are all gonna be sources of good clean protein, and then carbohydrates. I want a majority of my carbohydrates to come from fruits and vegetables. But personally, I'll also add in uh, oatmeal earlier in the day, and then after a workout, I'll throw in some potatoes, either sweet potatoes or or white potatoes, um, just plain. I like them plain. I'll mash them up, and that's what I'll do like an after workout. But my oatmeal, my potatoes, and then uh, my veggies and my fruits are gonna be all my carbs throughout the day. And then my fats are gonna be a few servings of almonds. As a nut, I'm gonna maybe have a like one tablespoon of butter with one of my meals to get some saturated fats in there. Saturated fats aren't the enemy, friends, and then uh, things like olive oil or things like avocado along with my meal. So then I'm getting a good balance of clean food throughout the day, um, and I'm going to get a lot for that 2,000 calories. But here's the thing, there's a difference between five donuts, right? That would also be 2,000 calories if each one's 400, 400 calories, or I can eat a full day's worth of venison, chicken, Herbalife shakes, almonds, veggies, fruit, potatoes, oatmeal, And I'm going to be very full eating an entire day's worth of that food. So know that the quality of your food matters and those macronutrients matter. So again, to wrap it up, one, figure out your calories, basal metabolic rate, minus 500 calories without going under 1200, punch that into my fitness pal. I recommend starting with 30% protein. You could push that up to 40%, 40% carbs. You could lower that to 30%. I'm giving you some options here and then 30% fat and you could make that 20 to 30% fat as well. But my recommendations to start at 30% protein and then I recommend starting at um, 40% carbs and then the 20 or uh, 30% fats. Once you have that established, then you can start picking high quality foods that match those. So lean proteins, low glycemic carbs, and healthy fats. And I'll be honest, guys, if you want the best advice on how to find those things, Google lean proteins, Google low glycemic carbs, Google healthy fats, and you're going to find good items that are good to choose from. So I just described a few of the ones uh, that I enjoy, you can pick your own. So once you do that, here's a few tips that are going to summarize it all together. So first thing I like to do when I wake up in the morning is I like to get water in. Okay, Uh, German scientists found that drinking at least 16 ounces of cold water right away in the morning will boost your metabolism by I think it's like 23% over the next hour and a half. So wake up to water, I recommend having a 16 to 20 ounce bottle of water by the uh, bathroom. So you know, you're gonna wake up, go to the bathroom right away in the morning, you grab that bottle of water and you start drinking it, I recommend trying to chug it right away if you can. Okay. Another recommendation I have is making sure you get at least half your body weight in ounces of water every single day. So, right now, I think um, as I finish out the off season, get ready for summer, I probably weigh about 190. So, my goal would be to drink at least half of 190 pounds or so would be ounces every single day. So I'm going to shoot for right around that like 95 uh, ounces mark, 95 ounces to 100 ounces of water every single day. A gallon is 128 ounces. So might as well be safe and shoot for about one gallon or 128 ounces every single day and make sure you're drinking it throughout the day, okay? I also recommend never putting food in your mouth unless there's protein with it. Okay, so anytime you're going to eat, make sure you have protein. So I never eat just an apple on its own. I'm always going to make sure I have protein with the meal. Okay, so tip number one, wake up to water. Tip number two, minimum half your body weight in ounces every single day. And there's really no need to go over a gallon. So up to a gallon. Tip number three, make sure you're always getting protein in every time you eat. Even if it's just veggie, just fruit, make sure you have some protein with it. Another tip I have would be to Give yourself a cutoff time every single day. So, what a cutoff time is is a time you're going to stop eating. Okay, so let's say it's eight p.m. Your rule of thumb is after eight p.m. you don't put anything else in your mouth. Okay, eight p.m. is the cutoff point because you want to make sure that you're not just snacking throughout the night. And instead of thinking on a daily basis, a nightly basis, like, oh, am I, do I am I hungry? If want to do I want to snack? Blah blah. No, stop that. Just make a cutoff point. 8pm I'm done eating someone's like hey you want some popcorn and it's 845 you're like nope I finish eating 8pm every day so give yourself a cutoff point of when you're going to stop eating and make sure you have all your macronutrients and all your calories in by that point every single day. And then my last piece of advice number five is going to be get exercise in every day. Now, I'm not a personal trainer, I'm not a certified personal trainer, but I can give you a few recommendations that are going to make all the difference in the world. First thing I want to recommend when it comes to exercising, okay, is make sure you get in at least 30 minutes of activity every single day. Some of my clients with the best results have had great success, even just walking three to five days per week for 30 minutes at a time. If you can just get outdoors walking for 30 minutes a day, you're gonna make all the difference in the world, but make sure to move your body at least 30 minutes every single day, okay? Second thing, add in resistance training, okay? You want resistance training. Now that can look different for different people. That doesn't mean you need to be bench pressing, deadlifting, squatting. Those are all maybe scarier terms for some people, but even if that includes body weight squats, Push ups, lifting with dumbbells inside your home, or if it's straight up going to the gym, taking a class, right? Like maybe a class that involves a lot of like body weight training, push ups squats or it's straight up using weights using machines at the gym to get that but you want resistance training in your regimen you want strength training in your regimen and i recommend at least minimum three sessions per week if you can get four or five strength training or resistance training type workouts in every week great but minimum three so an average week might be you have three days where you're lifting weights of some sort even if it's body weight And the other four days of the week, you're moving your body at least 30 minutes a day. If you combine that physical activity with the nutritional info we went over this podcast, as well as some of the tips and tricks I gave, you're going to start on a path of health and wellness. You're going to start on a path of a healthy, active lifestyle. And that might be weight loss for you. That might be muscle gain for you. That might be just having more energy to play with your kids. Great. But it's going to start you on that journey. And then from there, here's the key, guys. And and really here's the the key of a life well lived is personal development. It's self-education. This podcast can help inspire you to get things rolling. Now it's your job to take it from here to take it to the next level by doing the research yourself. Taking the knowledge you have And turning it into action and begin practicing it going back to the the episode we talked about confidence, you only build confidence in nutrition and fitness and healthy active lifestyle by practicing those things. So take the info you have now and make sure you put it into practice on a daily basis. Start tracking your calories, start tracking your protein, carbohydrates, fats, start learning more about those macronutrients, start exercising on a regular basis, start drinking more water. Start doing the things that healthy, active lifestyle people do. And is it going to maybe tough at first? Of course. But by putting into daily practice, I'm talking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, repeat it, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, consistently week after week, month after month, year after year. I, I posted on my Facebook this week and it really blew up because it's absolutely true is I think some people don't realize the power of a little bit at a time. If you were to lose one pound a week, and a lot of people don't think that's great. I'll weigh in with clients and they're like, Oh, I only lost one pound this week. No, that's amazing. If you were to lose one pound a week, for a year, you would have lost 52 pounds a year. How many people would love to raise their hand and say, what? I, I lost 52 pounds this year? If you lost one pound a week for two years straight, you would have lost 104 pounds total. How many people could raise their hand and say they've lost 100 pounds plus in one year? It's absolutely amazing, but the key is consistency. The key is taking this knowledge, putting it into action, and then practicing it on a daily, weekly, monthly basis yearly basis until you achieve the results you're looking for. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of Life Well Lived. I'm your host, Kyle Kirby. Thank you so much for hanging out with me for a few minutes, learning all about nutrition, a little bit about fitness today, and we're going to continue this conversation Nutrition and fitness are a huge passion of mine. So I know it's going to be in some of our upcoming interviews. It's going to be in more of the talks I have. And I really want you guys to start loving and living a life well lived. And I think so much of that comes back to living a healthy, active lifestyle through nutrition and fitness. So thanks so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to subscribe. We're currently on Spotify looking to move to all of the major podcast platforms very soon and I would absolutely love if you are listening to this episode and you like this episode and have liked all the episodes so far if you would just tell one friend my goal is to help make the world a happier healthier place one person at a time so if you would do me a big favor if you love this episode and all the other ones let one friend know about this podcast this week so they can add it to their podcast and wherever they listen to podcasts so they can start getting the goods as well for a life well lived. Thank you guys so much. I love you all. I hope you have a great week and we post new episodes every Sunday. I'll see you next.